Hello and welcome to another episode of Brewery Towns, the podcast that talks about brewing beer throughout the country. My name is Matt and I am joined again by John. Hi. Now the last time we did one of these was in May. Is that right? I think so. It seems so. like it was, you talking about last May? Like <laughs> yeah. Most recent one? Yeah. It, uh, or 14 months ago. No, it, it was at least two months ago, we'll say two to 14 months I think it was pre-COVID, was it not? Well, we did uh, the writing episode, and um, it came out, I think, the end of May. And I think we recorded it just like a week before, didn't we? I could be making that up. I don't know. Time is an illusion. (laughs) So is death. (laughs) Wow. Not even two minutes in, and you're already getting deep. All right. um, Before we get started, uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking... Uh, KC Beer Company Dunkel. Oh, cool. Style brown lager. And and I assume that's from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's just, it's not two miles from our new place. Um, oh. Did you go to the brewery so, to get it? No, I just got it from the store. See, we've only been up here for about a month now. I don't even know because we haven't been to the breweries if they do sell their own beer on site or not. I don't know what the rules are. Are, are they here. open up there? Zara. Uh, I think for patio seating, okay, they are open currently. It's just it's weird what's happening in Texas. Like they keep opening and closing, and if you're like a, a brew pub with a restaurant, you can open, but if you're just beer, you can't open. It just seems like a circus. Yeah, that's right. It is a circus. But what uh, what are you drinking? This is I actually bought a six pack of this, which is very rare. It's called the Ballroom Beer, and it's an American Lager. And it's just, it's kind of like a yingling, you know, just like an easy drinking beer. Pretty Where good. Is it, from? it is from this brewery called Call to Arms, and it's just uh, right here in Denver. I see. One of the, one of the, the hundred. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Brewery Towns. If you want to learn more information about this episode or any episode, please visit our new website at brewerytowns.com or like us on Facebook and Instagram. If you would like to support us even further, please visit our Patreon account at patreon.com brewerytowns where you can join our monthly membership clubs where you can receive a sticker or glass from a brewery around the country. And as always, we appreciate all the support that y'all have been giving us. And now, back to the episode. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this is going to be a unique episode, but I hope you like it. I picked it because it's in Kansas, and I know you're in Kansas City. It's not in Kansas, which doesn't make sense. They should have called it Missouri City, but that's in Texas. Yeah, it was taken. You can't have two cities with the same name, uh, no matter what anyone from Kansas City, Kansas tells you. So is it just, is it like, just the river separates it? The river uh, actually turns into Missouri, uh, like close to downtown Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, and then there's just like, it's like state line road. Huh. Just a road, which is, you know, it's, you just go back and forth across it if you live, right? Now, it's like any other sort of border town. You just don't notice when you, you cross state line or, or whatever it is. That must be weird coming from Waco where you had to drive 10 hours to get out of the state. Yeah, definitely. 
even like <laughs> like you said the other day you went up to um, some brewery yep. uh, did you go to Wyoming yeah, yeah that's right and I'm like shit that's like a 10 hour drive man how are you gonna do that in a day and I looked it up it was like an hour 50 yeah I mean I didn't realize it was oh, yeah. that close to Denver yeah um, Cecilia which we did the last episode with she was like oh did you like spend the night there and I was like no it was like an hour and a half like yeah it's like going to Dallas yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's it's crazy even like from here the drive to Chicago is like what six maybe seven hours I mean I know plenty of people that went to Texas Tech and lived in Houston that would just laugh at that you know what I'm saying <laughs> right right um, so yeah you don't realize how close all all this stuff is by comparison. And I, th- I think a lot of that too, of course, is you're just being, you're more central mm-hmm. versus being on the, the Southern. Yeah. I, I'm definitely glad to, to be out of Texas. It was fun while it lasted, but let me, let me tell you the best thing was the high today was 75 and it's late July. It's beautiful. <laughs> I know it was beautiful here yeah. today too. Yeah. It, we, we got some rain, but I will take, I will take 75 and rain over Absolutely. 100 and sunny. Okay, well, I'm glad um, this was about three minutes of BS because this isn't going to be a short episode. Not if I can help. <laughs> now, before we get started, the sources from this episode come from the Hutchinson News and the Wichita Eagle. So today we are going to talk about the small town of Beaver, Kansas. Have you ever heard of it? I have not heard of Beaver, Kansas, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up on the maps. I will tell you right off the bat. <laughs> tell you tell you right off the bat. It's about four hours from Kansas City. Okay. It's about two hours from Wichita, and it's about thirty minutes from the nearest actual town, which is Great Bend, and that has about fifteen thousand people. So if you look at a map of Kansas, Beaver is almost like located right in the in the center. Okay. The city or the town of Beaver is located in Beaver Township, which is in Barton County. Fun fact about Barton County, it is named for Clara Harlow Barton, who was a Civil War nurse and founder of the American Red Cross. I was going to say, that name sounds familiar, but I would not have remembered me, me, that, that That's a good Jeopardy question next time you guys are watching. I don't think she's from Kansas, I just think they they named it after her. But she's like very influential, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see, uh, Barton County has four cemeteries, so it seems, like a, <laughs> it seems like a good place to die. So, the current population of Beaver, Kansas is, you want to take a guess? Uh, 765. Nope. The current population of Beaver, Kansas is 18. 18? 18. 18. Well, I was off by an order of magnitude. Well. Yep. There are, <laughs> there are homeschool families that are larger than that. <laughs> the, the entire township of Beaver only has 99 and the entire county of Barton only has 28,000. So, pretty small. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so the county was founded in 1867, and now I'm going to read you the entirety of Beaver, Kansas's Wikipedia page. Okay, I'll buckle in. <laughs> Beaver, Kansas is an unincorporated community in Beaver Township of Barton County, Kansas, United States. Its elevation is 1,926 feet. A post office was opened in Beaver in 1919 and remained in operation until it was discontinued in 1992. That's it. That's that's all right. I had to work with, so... This is Beaver, Kansas. We used to have a post office. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really... It's, um, <clears throat> seems, it's, yeah, that's, that's small town right there, yeah. Okay, before we get 
to the reason we're even doing this town, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Prohibition in Kansas. So Kansas Prohibition started in 1881, and it wasn't gotten rid of until 1948. So it was actually the state with the longest prohibition in the country. And then, That's not surprising at all. If you had to take a guess, I think most people would probably guess Kansas. Yeah, it makes sense. There's some up there that you might think would compete with it. But, you know, if you think like some of the states in the southeast, like they were all moonshining, right? So like I could see they're like, yeah, let's get this running again and start making our tax dollars back. Right, right. Yeah, just like the Midwest, like Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska. I just think they were working on the farms and drinking milk from the cows. Yeah, and why do you need alcohol? We got fresh milk. (laughs) That's right, and we got plenty of corn. Okay, so in 1948, Prohibition was finally over, but they could not sell on-premise liquor until 1987. So that means there were no bars or breweries or anything that could sell on-premise alcohol. You could only drink at home. You can just buy the beer at store and only drink at home, yeah. Now, I, I know the way these stories go is the way these stories go, where they're like private clubs mm-hmm. that you could be a member of, uh, and then you could drink at the bar that was not a bar. Right. I, that's what some people did during Prohibition. I, I don't even know if that happened in Kansas. I assume so. I think that was very, like, especially to get around not being able to, like, sell liquor. That was very popular to have, like, oh, no, this is just, like, a private party that you can get a ticket to for $5. (laughs) Right, right. Let's see. And then as of April 2017, which we're talking about over three years ago, I couldn't find any newer information, Prohibition was technically not amended yet in Kansas. So the the 20—the 18th Amendment was Prohibition, and then the 21st Amendment got rid of Prohibition, but in Kansas they technically never followed the 21st Amendment. I, I don't know why they just don't say okay because they're already, you know, not even following it. But legally, it's still in the binding. Huh. So that's a little bit about uh, prohibition, just to give you a little taste. I don't think anything was happen- happening in Beaver during that time. At least it's not written down. So let's go to modern time. Now, this whole thing started in Beaver in 1999 when a place called Moe's Place Grill and Brew Pub was founded. In Kansas at this time, you had to be a resident of the state for four years before getting a beer license. So when these guys moved in, they had to wait until 2003 to start brewing beer. So that's when the brewery part of the organization came around. Now the owners were Len and Linda Motor, and that's where Moe's Place comes from. It kind of just takes the first two letters of their last name. And I see. It wasn't Mo yeah. Motor. <laughs> Mo Motor. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's well. Maybe maybe they have like a cousin or something. Yeah, it sounds like their son or like their dog. <laughs> so they uh, naming a brewery after a dog is is a good call. A, a lot of people just put dogs on their logos for the breweries. I think it it just gets people. Everyone come loves in. dogs. Yeah, everyone Especially does love dogs. Drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Lord knows Tex has been to a lot of breweries. I kind of, I, sometimes I almost get pissed off when breweries are not dog friendly. Just bring your dog in anyway. I can dress him up like a little ugly human. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> you should try it. Maybe, maybe it already has. 
Okay, so Len and Linda left corporate America, which was Silicon Valley, for a smaller community feel. Len was from Hoisington, which is about 15 minutes away. And they <laughs> they owned a cafe called Big L&L's. So Moe's place was off of their last name. Big L&L's was from their first names. And it was in a town 20 minutes away called Hollywood. Like the W is an R. I don't know how to pronounce it. Not Hollywood. Holly, like, Rood. Hollywood. Yeah. Maybe that's how they thought you spelled it. <laughs> I, I, I think that's probably right. Then I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> I know. I laugh every time I see, I see it. Okay, so they moved to Beaver because they could buy a house for $7,000. And they could buy this bar and restaurant for $30,000. So, why not? You know, money goes a lot farther in places like that. It could be a mansion. That's it's true. It's not a mansion. Yeah, yeah. It's not. But I bet, I bet it's not a tent. I'll bet you that. So, for some reason, it's not mentioned in this article. Len and Linda close Moe's place in 2014. So now it was vacant for about a year until these two guys, Austin Bell and Dale Kaiser, who were living in Kansas City at the time, they were they were working at this place called Frickin' Frack. It's like a bar and restaurant. I wanted you Frickin to... Frickin' Frack? Yeah, have you All heard right. of it? I have not heard of it, no. Uh, according to Google, it's in like the Midtown Westport neighborhood. Okay. It uh, seems I like... Mean, I'm, it could be very popular, and I... I... I would firmly believe that, and I just haven't heard of it. Yeah, well... I, I by no means know <laughs> more than the two places I've been to. <laughs> Well, once things open back up, check it out. It looks like they have good burgers. Dale Kaiser grew up in Great Bend, which was the town we talked about that was pretty close to Beaver. Austin Bell's grandmother was living in Hoisington at the time, so... Another shout-out to Hoisington, Kansas. I know we have a lot of listeners there. Sure do. All seven of them. <laughs> so this whole second phase of this place started when Austin visited his grandmother at Moe's place. And the grandmother was like, oh, come to this brewery and have a, a drink with me and we'll, we'll get together. And the guy was like, what are you talking about? Like, there's no brewery in frickin' Beaver, Kansas. Like, you know, it was probably, if my grandmother was like, oh, come come to a brewery, it would, I would be like, it, it's a bar, Grandma. Like, it's not a brewery. But when he walked in... You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, grandma. grandma. What do you think you know, things? I love you. <laughs> Please give me another Christmas present this year. So when he walked in, though, Austin's grandmother was sitting in front of a flight of beer that was brewed at Moe's place. So he was like, oh shit, this is really a brewery? And then uh, when they closed, they took it over. So they bought this place, but because it was sitting vacant for a year, they had to fix it up a lot. So the first winter that they were in town, they actually stayed in Austin's parents' RV. And they said that they only had a little heater in in there. And I, I assume the plains of Kansas get pretty cold in the wintertime. But they bought the bar for about $60,000, and most of that was just to buy, like, the building and the um, equipment. But some of that was lessons to teach them how to brew because they were just bartenders and cooks. They weren't actually brewers. So Len actually gave them two lessons for each beer. 
And so that's how they started brewing beer. Oh, Len, Len taught them how to do it? Yep, Len, and maybe Linda was involved too, I, I'm not sure. Well, sure, I just mean the same folks that were selling. Right, so uh, maybe that was like part of the, the sale clause, like if you're going to buy this, you're, you're going to have to brew beer here, and I'll teach you. That's interesting. Now, huh? Did you say why Len and Linda sold? I did not, it, it didn't say in the article... And uh, maybe they were just focusing on their place in Hollywood. I'm not sure. You can't say it without laughing. I can't. It's just a really ridiculous name. They bought this. They opened it up. And if you look at a picture of this, it's it, they have like the tablecloths on the table that look like a, a picnic style. But like they're that material that you can just like wipe off. You know, it's kind of like that yeah. like thick vinyl stuff. Huh? So it looks kind of funny. And then... The chairs they have look like chairs that you would have like at your church's like event space, if that makes sense. They, they probably got them from the church. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's four cemeteries in the county. I'm not sure how many churches there are. Probably like 17. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably more churches than people. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, everyone gets their own. True. True. So that was a really convoluted um, backstory. But... The product that I wanted to highlight is Elm Street Porter, and it got a 3.89 on Untapped, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's that is a good score. And it's Elm Street, you said. Elm, Elm Street, Street Porter. Elm Street Porter, and it's named after a street in the town. And I know you're interested, so I'm going to do it right now. These is are the, sorry. Is, is it named after the street uh, Elm Street? Elm Street. Yep. And make sure I followed. Yep. And I am just for the heck of it going to name all the streets in the town of Beaver. <laughs> well, there's Elm. Elm, Ash, Oak, Vine, Main, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. That's, yeah, that's not pretty much. No, no. I could be missing some. That was just based off Google Maps, so don't quote me on that. But let's see. Oh, and they sold this Elm Street Porter for only $3 a pint. Can't find that that's anywhere. I know. Um, and yeah, you should look up the food for this place, too, because the burgers look pretty good so it looks like a place you you go to get a good burger some french fries and drink a couple beers so i think we would like it there all right i'm gonna look it up there's not many photos existing and their facebook is not pretty accurate but people oh, I, see, I see the picture of the inside yeah i could i could get drunk there right i, th I think it a looks, lot of people would it looks like uh it reminds me of like a small seafood joint in Kima, texas do they have the same type of tablecloths? Yeah, just like the 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 feel of it, you know. Mm -hmm. Which it's probably there's one of these in every every town you've been to of like the little the little restaurant hole in the wall that that's got some good ass food, you know. What I'm saying? Right, and this one was just special because they they brewed their beer there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the article, they talk about the crowd that they got. So they claimed that drinkers from about a 60-mile radius came, and they would do something called a country cruise. And that was when you would go out to the countryside of Kansas and just kind of hit all the breweries and the little towns out there. Oh, yeah. And they, they, there's actually, like, pretty many breweries within, you know, like a one-and-a-half-hour radius from Beaver. So I, that was surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole, like you said, there's... I mean, it's, it's the middle of Kansas. There's a whole lot of small towns. That mm -hmm. is interesting, and it's curious that, uh, well, if many can stay open for I know, I know. That's what we were talking about in the last episode with Casper. They have, like, five breweries there, 
and it's not like people drive through Casper. Like, if you're going to go to Casper, you're, you're planning on going there. So it's just interesting that such a small town can support five breweries. Right, sure. So the end of the story comes in 2019 last year, and without much warning, Beaver Brewery at Moe's Place closed. I know. I was going to tell you to go there. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting a little emotional. I was going to tell you to go there, but it was actually sold, so um, a new place has it, and I think you're going to like this name, Miller Time Bar and Grill. Well, that's appropriate. <laughs> I think, now, I don't I don't know for so, sure. Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I noticed it's it's Miller Time Bar and Grill. Is it? Are they still planning on brewing, or is it now just a bar and grill? See, I don't know, because... It's just a bar and grill, so I don't think they're brewing there. So maybe the guys took the equipment with them and started and sure. were planning to start somewhere new. I, I, it didn't state. That is the brewing history of Beaver, Kansas. Um, definitely the shortest history, one of the shortest histories that we've done. Probably is going to be the smallest town that we ever do. If you, If anyone knows of one that's smaller, please let us know because I'm really interested because they claim that this is the smallest city with a brewery in kansas and they said perhaps the country so, so there, there's really I no mean, place that if you're the smallest city of anything in kansas let's assume you're the smallest city <laughs> it's true i mean just 18 people so the brewery to people ratio was one to 18 no i mean maybe maybe right i guess technically it's possible that there's a smaller city that there, yeah mm-hmm. that there's a smaller city i well, i guess and even now they're off the map gotta be somewhere else now i know someone else has has the claim and and they might not even know it really right well john i i hope this episode makes it to air i don't have high hopes neither do i you know i just wanted to do i just thought this was a really interesting story and uh you know thanks thanks for sticking in there and um making it seem like a real episode when people look at the time you're welcome and that was another episode of Brewery Towns.